Hi guys, Salam Nerds here, and we want to talk to you guys about the floods in Pakistan that have damaged almost a million homes and wiped out entire villages. The flooding in Pakistan is due to climate change. The melting glaciers and torrential rain have caused the death tolls to be in the thousands with more than 33 million people displaced. One third of Pakistan is underwater. This is more than a national emergency, this is a humanitarian catastrophe. This is because the CO2 emissions produced by countries like the UK, the US, Russia, and France. Pakistan does not have the infrastructure to withstand this devastation. Even though Pakistan is one of the lowest producers of GHG at 1%, it is one of the top five worst affected by climate change. We here at Salam Nurse are sending direct links to you guys to Islamic Relief so you can donate. Please donate generously. Welcome. To Salam Nerds Podcast. Alright guys, you ready for your first EDM festival? Let's go! Woo! Our first, my first, my first EDM festival. Yo, 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 it's Salam Nerds! My name is Steve, aka Watson Geek, I'm here my boy, Chad. to our supporters please like comment share and subscribe yo 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 salam nerds it's your boy neves aka watch with neves and i'm here with my co-host jeff aka vitamin j vitamin j <laughs> vitamin j gotta get your daily dose got my daily dose yeah you're right uh what's going on jazz how you been yeah it's been a long weekend so you know I'm glad we're doing this episode on Sunday so I can unwind, relax before the week begins. We have done like three episodes on Sunday in a row. This is like our weekly thing now. I kind of dig it. I kind of dig Sunday episodes. I think we have to, man. Like just so much keeps happening. Um, I think we're still behind like two shows because yeah. so much content just like flooded in all at once. <laughs> I know. We still plan to do the Sandman. We still plan to do a Cobra Kai. Uh, we still plan to do a few other shows that we're kind of a little bit behind on. Uh, mm-hmm. But hopefully, hopefully, we'll get all caught up and, you know, also if there's some shows that you guys are watching and want us to cover them, let us know. We'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. We'll do it live. It's not just nerd show, like reality TV stuff. I will not watch it, but Neebs will watch it, and then we can always review that. <laughs> that is true. There is a show called The Fabulous Live of Bollywood Wives and I don't know if people want me to cover that or not but I, I might I might cover it if that's what you guys are into uh, I maybe. mean as South Asian creators we kind of have to don't we yeah there's there's also the real wives of uh, Dubai that's another one if you guys want me to <laughs> want me to cover I'll do it and then there's one more uh, that reality show oh um, Love is Blind after the altar so Love is Blind <gasps> has a recap that did come out two days ago that's right yeah yeah so we need to watch that and get that going too yeah we're behind man shit i mean listen we're gonna do whatever our our audience wants us to do man if these are shows that you guys want us to cover let us know get on the youtube get on the twitter get on the instagram and let us know and we'll Mm -hmm. we'll do it we'll we'll go where like if you build it they will come like (laughs) if you you're right you're right right but 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 today's episode is about the rings of fire you excited, Jazz? You excited? The Rings of Fire? The Rings of Fire. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, man? You excited for today's Who episode? Who sang that song? Like, that's going to bug me. Oh, Johnny Johnny Cash. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah like but like when you said it i was thinking like a more upbeat 80s version to it not the original 60s version oh i don't know Mm, I don't know. Are you, are, you, are you thinking, goodness gracious, great balls of fire? That's, that's like the... Maybe that's what it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what movie we didn't cover? We never covered Top Gun, which I really enjoyed. But like that kind of oh. that kind of slipped our, our radar a little bit. No pun intended. I think what happened was um, that came out right around my New York trip, right? Yeah, and I was in Turkey and Dubai. Yeah, that's what happened, yeah. It, it slipped through the cracks. But if you guys want us to, we'll do it. But it might be a little bit too late. So we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. For sure. It was a great movie, by the way. I it, completely agree with you. It was. It was. I love going down uh, to the danger zone. But speaking of danger zone, there are some dangers in some of these zones in Middle Bro, Earth. <laughs> they, this whole episode. like, I know I was bitching that it was very slow and like kind of dragging on. It's picking up. Yeah, I, I I thought the show was picking up by episode three. I really enjoyed episode three. Episode two, I was into the friendships that were forming. Um, mm-hmm. Episode one, dude, episode one was a struggle, bro. It was a struggle. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was hard to keep up. Uh, I was I was dying, man. I was dying. But it's you definitely up. fell asleep. I remember that. I definitely fell asleep, man. It was it was rough. It was rough. You also made like the atmosphere very like sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, incentivized. I, guess I was said. expected to be immersed in the world. I didn't know it was going to be like slow and boring. Okay, it, it, it was a little slow. Um, but you know what? Sometimes it takes a while to build up to something, right? Like you can't just mm-hmm. go, you know, Leroy Jenkins, like House of the Dragon, where they're just like just throwing things at you, like left and right, right? We we got to ease Dragon into egg. it, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This show is easing us into it, man. And, and if you're there for the long ride, you're you're going to enjoy it. It is an immersive uh, an experience, and I dig it. I dig it. I dig it too. Speaking of immersive experience, did we ever discuss the opening credits for this with the stand? I thought that was really really cool. I don't think we discussed it last time. I don't think we did. Yeah. It was it was a really cool little like it kind of had the Game of Thrones feel, but it kind of was its own thing with the stand. I, I I was digging it. Yeah, it's not CGI either. Like they truly like pour like hot liquid metal liquid and they had like the camera panning that like this is not cgi this is like live action yeah yeah it's cool i dig it man i dig it um so let's get into the episode man um let's do an overall reaction and then we'll recap it so overall reaction for me um i really enjoyed it i really digged it the only thing that i was kind of missing was the Harfoots. uh i didn't see them in this episode so i was kind of missing them i like i like their cute little you know little little accents and stuff they were they're a little nice change of pace from the grim world that is out there uh mm-hmm. but i like some of the characters that we got to meet a little bit more understanding of what's happening a little bit more world building um i'm excited what about you i thought Getting away from Harfoots was a nice little change of pace. Not that I don't like the Harfoots. I think that, um, you know, sometimes you only have an hour a week, right? And you want the story for certain characters to progress so much that you don't lose interest. And if you try to do all at once, maybe you don't do it right correctly. So, you know, every now and then, if one storyline isn't there, I think that's actually a good move on their part. I yeah, I agree. I agree. I feel like uh, having skipping a storyline and then like, it kind of also gives you a chance to forget about it and then come back to it. And you're like, oh, that's what's happening there. I forgot. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't I don't mind that. But I, I do I, I did look up a little bit more about what the Harfists are. So basically they're like this nomadic tribe that's always like traveling. They don't talk to strangers and giants and stuff like that. But a group of them decide to settle and not move and live somewhere forever. And they become the hobbits. And that's mm-hmm. how they evolve. So I didn't know that. I was like, oh that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's... So that's interesting. I I'm excited to see that, and we got to see a little bit of it last time. But you know, uh, I'm I'm excited for what's in store. But this this episode's got a lot of stuff going on, and it started off with uh, with the a queen. wave, a tsunami. Oh, <laughs> quite literally, man that 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 is a nightmare. That is a nightmare. Poor Queen uh, Regent. Regent is that, is that her name? Regent. 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 Poor. Is queen that her Regent. name? No, no. Queen Regent is just a title. Oh, is it? Uh, I think, <laughs> yeah, Queen Regent. The Queen. Muriel, yeah, that's a real name. Muriel. Our Muriel, yeah. So basically, she's been having these nightmares of her, you know, land being destroyed, but she doesn't know what's going to cause it, right? And because of that, she's like, I don't want any part of this war. I don't want to, I don't want any of this stuff going on. And then freaking Gladriel, yo. Listen, listen, she's man. like the worst politician ever. I swear to God, man, she was pissing me off, and I get it. <laughs> I get it. It's character development. You're, you're gonna see her soften up and stuff like that. But I'm like, girl, you are the worst. <laughs> right? Like, have you never dealt with someone like, you know, like in a different situation of power, and you had to work with them? Like, she, she feels like like CEO type, right? She tells people what to do and she gets done. But she's never had to deal with something like another CEO. I don't know, man. To me, she sounded like a Karen. Like she was hardcore going into Karen mode. I want to see your manager. She literally asked to see her manager. <laughs> yes, to see the manager. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I literally said that, and the words just came out of my mouth. Just... Oh my god, that's so accurate. <laughs> She literally asked to see the manager. Like, <laughs> oh, oh my god, and that works so well because he's and, the king. And the queen was like, "I am the manager." <laughs> Yo, Gladriel, girl, girl, what you doing, girl? Mm mm. Mm-hmm. No, no. And then she snuck into the king's castle, uh, trying to find the manager, trying to get through security. <laughs> like what is this the entitlement of this white lady <laughs> this whole analogy oh my god the more you talk about it the better it gets <laughs> right also elves are also have like more privilege so there's like so many layers to this mm-hmm. analogy that i just accidentally stumbled upon <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah like to, to be an elf you just have to have pure elf genes so like it's like some white supremacy thing there that makes perfect sense <laughs> man man elf supremacy you know there was a show about that um i think it was will smith it was actually a will smith show where he was a cop and his cop buddy was an orc and there were like elves and fairies and goblins and they all had like a hierarchy and elves had like the most privileged man were next and then orcs were like really at the bottom yeah. uh and it was really interesting but you know uh will smith's not going to be doing that anytime soon but it was a really mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. idea i really enjoyed seeing like orcs and like all elves and dwarfs in the real world uh in like a 2022 uh landscape it was kind of cool mm-hmm. yeah but you're right that's definitely not gonna happen after the oscars <laughs> no damn damn you big willy all right get one job but uh listen gladriel got her point across she uh changes the mind of uh of the queen regent Okay, no, she did not change the mind. A divine sign 
change her mind. Fair, fair. Yeah, right? Yeah. Galadriel was like on a ship being shipped off, right? And yeah. only then did divine intervention happen. The uh, leaves from that tree start falling off, right? And then, you know, she and uh, Ellen just look at each other like, oh, fuck. They're like, oh, we fucked up. We fucked up. (laughs) You saw the look in their eyes like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, 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 no. Wait a second. Bring her back right now. (laughs) That's true, man. That's true. Um, Even um, her, like, Han Farazan was like, he didn't try to, like, stop this. He was, like, he was just there in the background. He was seeing his whole thing. He was like, shit. My plan for the kingdom must be put on hold <laughs> there, may be, there might not be a kingdom if i move right now <laughs> exactly and he's the guy that had that little speech right where like everybody was trying to revolt they were having like a mega rally outside the freaking they were having a they were legit having like a mega rally outside and this guy comes in he's like no don't worry i'll take care of it and like he he's a very charismatic guy man people were digging him people were digging mm-hmm. him so i could people see people were ready him. to follow him yeah like he's real talk i really do think he's gonna try and take over uh Numenor, right? Yeah. Like he's straight up trying to do it. But even he's not stupid enough to realize, wait a second, let me not mess with the universe here. <laughs> yeah, you 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 can only uh take scheming so far, bro. You can only take it so far. Right. Like <laughs> this is not the time for a civil war if we're all about to die. Listen, man, you can only rule a land if there's a land to rule. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah. I think He's going to definitely delay his plan to try and take over. And then, you know, Galadriel, uh, Ellen, what was the name? Shit. Elrond and all them. No, not Elrond. Yeah. yeah. Who else? Uh, Har- Har- Harbrooks? Oh, God, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> all right. Let, let's get back to it. Let's go back to it. So let's go back to uh, the other storyline that's happening. And that is my favorite storyline because I want to get into it. Is Elrond over trying to figure out what's Doran doing? Where he at? Uh, mm-hmm. He comes. He comes over to the house, and the missus is you know, Queen Disa or Princess Disa. Yo, shout out to Princess. Disa. You know what I found out? She's Iranian. Really? Yeah. She's mm-hmm. uh, she, she's African Iranian, which is dope, man. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, man. Nope. Sal- salams to to our <laughs> our queen in the. We're trying to get her on, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. I was like, whoa! And like when she was singing, bro, bro, yes. yes. I was like, yo, know, the mountains like were literally like, yeah, yeah. That singing is so good. We uh, we will. We oblige. Hear we your oblige. people back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, just keep just keep singing, right? <laughs> yeah, and I love like how she has this like manner, like you know, Elrond knows she's lying. Uh, mm-hmm. She's like, but she has like good ways to cover it up. She covers it up. She's got she got some good lying skills. She, she's, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it, uh, but I feel like they both knew each other. They both for sure knew, and, and then just took up the straight. But like, yo, Elrond being a little sneaky bitch, man. Like, yo, she she doesn't want you to know. Then just go. He's like hanging around, lip reading. I'd be so mad if someone was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, although I am kind of glad they showed that skill for the elves that they can, they have amazing eyesight. Like they can just hawk like yeah. vision, see things from uh, like 20 miles away. Yeah. yeah. And that's what they were, that, that's what that yeah. MAGA guy was talking about, right? He was like, yo, the elves are going to, they don't take our germs. <laughs> They're going to take our germs. 
<laughs> they never tire. They never die. What are we humans going to do? Compete with that. It's like the robots are taking over. What are we going to do? Oh my god. This is an allegory for automation? Is that what's happening here? This is an allegory for automation. You heard it here first. <laughs> Oh man, that's so funny. <laughs> you think I'm wrong? Prove me wrong. <laughs> Have you ever seen that uh, South Park episode like the Chicker Gerbs? <laughs> I love that line. It's so funny. Hell yeah, Rezzy. <laughs> Yo, Rezzy's here. What's going on, bro? Yo, shout out to everybody who showed up in the comments. He said, I'm here for the L's Brown Elf Nerd Power. Let's go. Let's <laughs> Rezzy go. Gets it. Rezzy gets it. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well, Rosie, we are now talking about how the elves are robots and they're automating society and taking away jobs from the good, hardworking man. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. So um, we talked about Disa. Also, Rosie, if you do, if you, if you just signed out, we were talking about how uh, Disa is actually one of our people. She is a brown woman. She is uh, African and Iranian. So mm -hmm. shout out to her, man. Shout out to her. Um, all right. So basically what happens is, they are kind of just like both lying to each other. He figures out where he is. He goes around snooping in a land that doesn't belong to him, which is kind of kind of a little little privilegey to me. I'm saying, very uh, sus. Very sus. Like he just like he has like full like like people don't notice a giant ass elf walking around in caves. Like how did he get away with this? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but you know it it worked out uh, because Duran found him, and then they had this like exchange where Duran's like, you know what, man. I'm just gonna tell you, bro. Like, I love you, man. I, I can't be, I can't be, uh, what you call it, lying to my homies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he got busted. It wasn't like. Yeah, that's true. They, they did find it, but he didn't know what he was looking at, so he didn't have to tell him the truth. But he did. He did. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. I um, mean, he did swear the oath, though. And the thing about oaths in Tolkien's world, yes. If you swear an oath, where they say oh, this mountain will fuck you up for the rest of your life? They're not joking. Yes. If you break that oath, that mountain will literally fuck you up for the rest of your life. That's yeah. a thing in these stories. If you make an oath, you better keep it or you're done. Yeah, oaths are a real thing. They're not just like perjury. We're just like lying in court. Like things will mm -hmm. happen to you. There are ramifications for taking an oath and breaking it. And yep. that mountain, that mountain is And to the no... mountain. Like I yeah. says, one of the greatest lines of the episode. I love where he goes. Um, he, he goes like a mountain never forgets, even past like the L slide. Like it'll haunt you yeah. and your grandchildren forever. Mm -hmm. It was uh, dwarven rage. Dwarven lives rage. beyond elven lives. Like <laughs> that's why I think dwarves are like coded to be like batons because we we have a rage, man. We <laughs> we we never forget. <laughs> okay, I cannot deny that. <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> Oh man, uh, what is uh, let's see, Rezzy's saying he is saying hand to mountain, one of the greatest lines of the episode. Ooh, one of the greatest lines. You know what? All right, I I would have tested that every week. We do what's the best line, so hand to mountain. I like that one. There was another one that I liked. Hold on, there was one more that I liked. Uh, let's let's, let's vote on which one is better. Are uh, polls in here? I don't know if we could do polls in here, but oh, here it is. Even the hottest coals will cool. I like that one too. That was Queen or Princess Disa's line. Yeah, that was a really good line too. Oh, oh so good, man. Yeah. So good. And Did sure enough, she was right because in the very next scene, when uh, Durin goes see his dad, Durin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I really do wish they picked a different name for the king, but whatever. When Durin goes to see Durin, 
um, you know, father or son moment. They forgive each other. Yeah. But then the coolest thing happened where he was like, son, what do you think is really going on here? Yeah. He's like, there's definitely something here. All right, let's, you go to Linden. Let's figure this out. Like, that was so cool how father and son came together, like, after fighting about almost killing four people. <laughs> Dude, it was a wholesome, wholesome moment of, like, you know, like, like healthy masculinity between a father and son. Like, I really, really enjoyed that. I thought that was really, really cool to see. Uh, probably one of my favorite parts in the entire episode. But did you notice, did you notice how he was talking about how the knowledge and shame and everything from the past kings gets passed down to the next game, which is very Avatar, the last Airbender-like. Mm-hmm. Like, the yeah. straight-up Avatar stuff. Like, yeah. That's, that's exactly pretty, what I thought about when you said that. That's pretty cool. I like the, I like that stuff, man. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, shoot. I'm going to look this up real quick. So, talk a little. But uh, okay. there's a line in this episode uh, that the father said to the son. Like, uh, like, where they make up, right? Like, he said this line to him, and... It was just beautiful. All right. While you look up that line, I do want to talk about Oats. Because we talked a little bit about uh, how Oats really uh, have ramifications in this world. And they're pretty uh, crazy because, like, if you break it, there is some kind of punishment. And mm -hmm. we get to see uh, Arendor with this guy named Adar. And he seems to be an elf. But is he an elf? what is going know. on with them right and that kind of got me thinking like is he someone who broke an oath and because of that he is destined to be what and who he is i don't know i don't know it is it's really really interesting and i think it's one of those things where like some of these people who are deformed or anything crazy happens to them a lot of the times you can assume that it's because they broke an oath and i think that might be it uh, yeah. I, I know some things that I don't want okay. to spoil. All right. So and, I and what I will yeah. say though is, yeah, you're you're pretty on the nose there. <laughs> I just want to say that I have not read uh the what is it, Similarian? Similarian? What is Similarian? Yeah. All right. I have not read that. Um, I have not read any of the letters. I don't know anything past the Lord of the Rings movies, which I probably have forgotten because I have not seen them in a long time. So if I say something, it's not a spoiler. It's just a theory. Uh, no way to know if it's true. Actually, and Jazz... Funny, some of the things that you're talking about do happen in the Fellowship of the Ring. And I'm just like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> but if you have forgotten it, then it really isn't a spoiler. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah um hmm. okay, okay, yeah. okay i found the line though by the way which is like right after the whole avatar sequence was, okay good you need not wait for that day to hear my voice right and then he says this forever am i with you my son i thought that was the greatest line in the show like i shed a tear with that solid line mm -hmm. probably the best moment in the entire show for I, sure. I for so far yes the dwarves are really doing it for me like mm -hmm. they're really doing it like i just love i think they're entertaining i love their little culture i love like how angry they get and the storyline around them is really well thought out in my opinion and then we get to see uh what that stone was that they've been mining and it turns out to be mitriel which is not just any stone <laughs> like truly mitriel's like <laughs> this thing corrupted the dwarves this is like 
you know, they, they traded 10 pieces of gold for one piece of mithril. Like, this is legendary mineral here. Like, it's so rare in Middle-earth. And the dwarves found it here. I'm not going to spoil what happened to it, but, you know. Like, yeah. this is, like, the beginning of something amazing. So, it, it sounds like, you know, they hit the jackpot. They're, they're kind of like... Uh, when the Arabs discover that they have oil everywhere. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. A little bit of an allegory for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I'm sure now that you said that, you can imagine what happened. <laughs> I guess I guess I could. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I did thought it was kind of true. So Mithril, from what I remember, uh, is is uh, the chain that uh, Frodo was wearing, is that correct? Or was it the sword that was made out of, that he was holding? It was a sword. Um, okay. Let me see if the armor was that. He does have a shirt. Yep, that's Mithril armor. This yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I thought. That's what I thought. All yep, right, that's Mithril. Cool. Memory served me right. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Um, so. <laughs> I don't know. Really enjoyed that. Thought that was really cool. Um, all right. Uh, and then we shift back to Numenor. Numenor. What's going on in Numenor? Well they this is when she was like hey let me go speak to the manager and they threw her in jail <laughs> yep they threw her in jail and uh holbrook doesn't really want to be a part of any of this stuff also you know what else is going on numer homie decides on a ship to like let go of this rope and gets him and all his buddies fired from the job yep uh, isildur isildur mm -hmm. Valandi and Otomo, I believe that's their names. Uh, yeah, man. He ruined his friend's life, man. What the fuck? Mm. We're going to see why, but then it's funny that name he has there. Valandi. Uh, Valandi, right? Like, yeah. That name belongs to somebody else, or maybe it's the same person. I don't know. Right? But for him to be here and for I guess I'm reaching spoiler territory I shouldn't talk about this you know what we'll, we'll come back to this at a different point in time right. we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll come back to it uh, so that's going on over there um, his friends are not super happy with him he feels but he wants to go out west what does he want to do do we know that yet because he keeps hearing some voice and is it his mother's voice he's hearing because the guy yeah. brings up okay because the guy brings up his mother uh, so I don't know if that's what he's looking for or what's going on, but uh, I don't know. Kind of ruined his friends' lives, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, and his sister is kind of just like you know going on little dates here and there. Um, <laughs> she says I can't just be caught, you know, uh, going out with random dudes. And the guy was like, Yeah, if I see one, I'll let you know. Which I thought was a smooth <laughs> line. That's that's a great line, if you ask me. <laughs> I was like. Okay. <laughs> I see you. I see you. <laughs> I'm not some random guy. I'm here to marry you. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, shout out to him, man. Shout out to him. Mm -hmm. So let's Good effort, do it. my guy. Well done. Uh, now let's go back to the most annoying character in the show. We have not talked about him yet. Do we? Do we have to? Freaking Theo. <laughs> <laughs> I hate... I, I hate his stupid haircut. <laughs> I hate... Theo, I hate his haircut. I hate the sequence we went through. Oh man, that when he was escaping the orcs, right? Yeah. Um, I loved the way they did that sequence, right? Where it's like, oh, they're real close to him, but they don't notice him. But yeah. I also feel like they were just a hair too far away. 
I wish they brought that action even closer to give more of the anxiety feeling. Yeah. Right? Like, oh my god, he's literally above him. He can possibly smell him. Right? But they yeah, didn't yeah. ever get that close. They just let him, you know, run. And then, you know, as soon as he actually tries to get away, he gets caught. I'm like, god damn. Yeah, yeah. I really did enjoy the the one shot where it's just like the camera just stayed with him the whole time with no cuts. I thought that That's was really, exactly really cool. exactly the scene I mean. I yeah. just wish they brought the orcs a bit closer. But you know what else I thought was annoying? I feel like this kid just had like a crazy growth spurt or something because like it, things weren't matching up to his size. Like the wood that he was like behind was like way too small for him. <laughs> like I was like... <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> why can't they see him? <laughs> just make believe, Neebs. Just make believe. All right, fair, fair. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> let you know. It's magic. I know, I know. But him, like, falling into the water, and I don't know. I feel like it could have been done a little better, but, like, I'm not yeah, going to complain. I fully agree with that. Like, him in the water, I'm like, even if you're looking in a well, you can kind of see things, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't exactly buy that, but, you know, whatever. That's it's them. <gasps> yeah, yeah, but, like, I was really annoyed that he just like, like, dude, did you have to go into that room? You could have just went. You were home free. Just go, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Also, also, the homie just left him. You know? <laughs> he's just like, okay. yeah. Do you? I do not blame him for that. All right, fair, fair. All right, he got the the grain. He saw it got darker. He was like, oh shit, we're about to die. Mm. Good luck, bro. <laughs> hey, you're on your own, bro. <laughs> yeah, you Damn. chose to go that far in. You're on your own. Good luck. Yeah, and then we see him try to escape. Uh, he kind of escapes and then gets caught, um, and then he gets saved by the elf. He gets saved by uh, Erendir. Erendir, uh, and he almost couldn't believe it. He's like, "What's going on?" And then him, I and Erendir... didn't believe it. I was like, "Are you shitting me? This is where you come?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what? Wh- wh- <laughs> I legit had a plot armor. <laughs> I thought Homie was gonna lose his arm at least. I thought he was gonna pull up Luke Skywalker. Right, like, ah. Oh. That was straight up plot armor, and I was really disappointed with that, actually. All right, all right. And I actually uh, like that orc. Like, that was Jeb, what's his face's character? I was like, oh, that's a cool orc. And, mm. and then he just dies within five minutes. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But uh, I did like I did like the sequence where they get into the uh, light, right? And the sun comes out, and they can't follow them anymore. And I thought that was really, really yes. cool. So I did like that, but I hated the sequence right before. Yeah, yeah, fair. The fair. slow motion sequence. I, I know why they did it, right? Because uh, Peter Jackson did it in the first trilogy to signify death, right? It was like some tense moment. Mm-hmm. Nobody died here. This was just them slowing it down to extend like the, the time they had for the show. Uh, like, You can use that cinematic technique to really emphasize death, and that'd be really cool, right? But here, it just felt like, Oh, he did in this movie. Let's do it here. Let's tie that. See, uh, the nerds will figure that out. It's a tie back. And it's like, yes, we did figure it out, but you fucked it up. Mm, okay. Okay. Fair. Fair enough. Not mad at it, but uh, I, I could see why that would not be ideal. Yeah. I get it. Um, all right, cool. So he gets back to the tower, tells them what the message is that he has for them. Uh, the guy just lets him go. Omi just yeah. lets him go to give people a message. After homie killed like half his homies, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious to know what Adar actually is, or I like is, or, I, I, li- I like that character. I feel like he has a lot of uh, backstory to him that we don't know yet, so I'm really excited to see what that is. For sure, because 
you know, is he an elf? Is he Sauron? Is he, well, everybody? Who knows? Well, speaking of Sauron, we, we heard his name again. We heard his it name. Is, so, uh, Waldrig, I guess, is the guy who had the sword before Theo. Uh, he knew Theo took it. Uh, and he asked him for it. And then he just, like, pulled up his sleeve and be like, motherfucker, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I have the yeah. same thing. <laughs> I have the same scar. I know. I know. He was a barkeep. He was a shady oh, little yeah. barkeep. So, he, he knows. He knows. Okay. And he said, we have to be ready. What does that mean? Who knows? Whose side is he on? What is he up to? What's going on? No, he's straight up an agent of Sauron. He's not whose side is he on. He is on a side. And he's definitively on that side. Then, like, why is he just telling Theo that? Like, Theo, wouldn't Theo go tell his mommy? I don't think Theo can tell his mommy now because he also has the same scar. Yeah, Theo's a little baby back bitch, man. <laughs> yeah, Theo's a baby back bitch. That is no true words have been said. <laughs> Oh man! So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, who else are we missing? I feel like we've we've covered everything that happened on the show. Anything else we're missing? Uh, ooh, the end scene. Uh, remind me again. What was the end scene? The queen, where she was like, "Oh, we going back there?" Yeah, because like I know we talked about in the beginning, what how they're like, "Oh, we fucked up." But what happened after was pretty cool. Yeah, like how everyone like she was like, "Nope." Um. I'm gonna go with her. Yeah, I'm gonna personally take her back to the uh, Southlands. Yeah, and they had the little Hunger Game moment, like who will volunteer, and everyone mm-hmm. was like signing up to be tribute. Like it was, right. it was, it was, it was a vibe. It was a good moment. And then we see Isildur uh, being like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm going too." Yeah, I was a bitch before, but hold up, I realized something. I can't do this. I need to be there. Yeah, I need yeah. to be there for my country, my people. Let me sign up too. And then they do this like flashback to his dad. They're like, wait a second, what, my son too? And then everybody started raising their hand. I'm like, okay, that's cute. Yeah, but hey, I'm confused. What um, For Isildur, is, it, is that where he wanted to go to begin with? Is he, is he going just because he wanted to go to the Southland or is he going because he actually wanted to fight? What's going on there? Well, if I remember the map correctly, Numenor is west of the Southlands, right? Yeah. So if he was looking west and keeps wanting to go further west, why would he go east? That makes no sense. Okay, so he's given up that quest and he's going to do something worthwhile instead. I don't know if he's given up, but he's definitely gonna come back. Yeah. Hey. Reza, you're saying don't mess with our queen, Nazanin. Hey, yep. Love our queen. Regal as fuck. <laughs> Goddamn right. Hey. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, everyone signed up, and in 10 days, we were now going to go to the Southlands and defend. Okay, okay. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what's next. Oh! What? Fuck, we did. We forgot one more thing. What did we forget? The Palantir. The orb. Oh, the orb, right? Yeah, she was like, I touched the side orb. Yeah. <laughs> so they used it to see, like, the future, and she got to see what will happen. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's what made both of them kind of come together and say, hey, uh, we both might be on the same side here. Yeah, that if you don't help me, this is the wave that's coming. Yeah, but her idea was, hey, if I do help you, this is the wave that's coming. So it took her to see the white uh, tree to realize that, you know, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe it's the other way around, right. If it wasn't for that tree, true plot armor here, you know, she would just cast her away and that's that. Uh, the cool thing about this orb, this is the same, like these are one of seven orbs, right? Mm-hmm. Gandalf had this orb 
Yes. And he would use it to like look in the past, right? But we never had any confirmation to see into the future. This Mm -hmm. gives confirmation that Gandalf could see into the future. And that's a big fucking deal because that also pisses me off about a lot of things that happened in the original trilogy. (laughs) Whoa. Oh, Rezzy uses the name. Saruman. Saruman also. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. We will see, man. We will see. Uh, but I guess now to think about it, wait a second. These messages and these prophecies don't always come to pass. So maybe, you know, they had to play that by ear just in case, see what actually would happen. Okay, never mind. I'm not mad anymore. Yeah, Let's yeah. She, she she does say that. She says that some do not come to pass, is what she said. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. Okay, then then it's fine. Okay, because I'm going to be real mad again. I'm going to be like, fuck, you knew all this was going to happen and you, did, you couldn't, like. <laughs> nah. Rezzy's got a question. He says, what if each orb has a different power or ability? Ooh, Mm, interesting. You could see a certain emotion with each one. Oh, that would be interesting. Yo, what if they're like the Infinity Stones? Like they have like different... (laughs) Yeah. Once he's a past, once he's a president, once he's a future, once he's what could have been, once he's what you want it to be, once he's what is going to be, who knows? Yeah. Earth, fire, wind, water, heart. (laughs) (laughs) Casting Planet, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, okay, cool, man. This is uh, this was a good episode. I enjoyed it. I feel like the show's picking up. I feel like you just gotta stick with it, man. I know a lot yeah. of people are not digging it. Um, a lot of people are weirded out about weird things. Some people are mad that like the dwarf women don't have beards. I don't know why that's a deal breaker for you. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, oh my god, I just posted it on TikTok and I got tons people, of comments about people are like, mad that Disa doesn't have a beard? Tons of people. Tons. What? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean I guess that's not his, like accurate by the books or whatever, but who the hell cares? I don't know. I That's what you're mad about? <laughs> oh my god, this is, I swear people are finding ways to be mad now. Like oh it, it is weird. And then people are like, you know, like okay, look. A lot of the writing, in my opinion, is really, really good. Beautiful writing, beautiful writing, right? But not everything's going to be a home run, right? And then, like, sometimes even if something's not a home run, you never know. They could build on it, right? So one of the things that people don't like is, like, why do they keep saying the C is always right? They hate that line. They say it's lazy writing. And I'm like, listen, bitches, uh, (laughs) don't act like you weren't all on the winter is coming banner. Like, (laughs) that was a dumb line when you first heard it, too. (laughs) Very true, very true. Or, you know, I was talking to my friends about Yu-Gi-Oh! the other day and how hard of the cards is the dumbest line ever, but they built the whole show around that concept. Like, yeah, yeah. People do that. Like, it's fantasy. Like, let it be. Yeah. All right, man. That's all we got for today's episode, man. Jav, any clothing thoughts? Ah, man, I'm just excited for the rest now. That's all I got to say. I feel like they've got me. I After the first episode, I was worried, man. I was like, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. I don't know if we're going to do a poll podcast on this. I don't know if it's worth it. I don't think anybody would tune in. But uh, it's getting good, man. It's, it's a struggle. Yeah. It was a struggle. But we're halfway through season one, and it's getting real good now. So best time to jump in, y'all. Hold up. There's only six episodes in season one? This episode four. There's only eight episodes in season one. Oh, there's only eight episodes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Eight episodes. Which, I mean, that's reasonable. Eight episodes, you know, but yo, they spent a lot of money on just eight episodes. God damn. Oh, no, no. I, I believe the billions like for all five seasons. Oh, okay. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, they I was spent like, over a hundred million per episode. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs>
No, it's not that intense. I, I know I know Bezos got money, but I was like <laughs> I mean if they did spend 125 million per episode. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Alright, alright. <laughs> Razi said one season. One of the orbs sees my mother-in-law's hidden biryani recipe. <laughs> That's so funny. Yo, Razi, get that recipe for us, man. Invite us over. Yeah, wanna, right? Wanna, You're cooking. I, <laughs> I want to do a live episode from your house with Briani. That would be dope. <laughs> We're booking a trip to DC. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go. <laughs> All right. But uh, no, this is a good episode. Can't wait to see what comes up next. Me neither, man. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Email us at salamnerds. Uh, no, email us at salamnerdspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Any ideas, any theories. Tweet or- me. At yep. Watch with Neebs. Uh you can, you know, where else? oh Instagram, DM me. Uh feel free to DM me. Uh all that stuff is on there. You want to be a guest on our podcast, you love Lord of the Rings, you love the Rings of Power. Come on. We actually having a hard time finding people who are really into uh the Rings of Power and want to come on. So uh you know, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. And uh what was I gonna say? Um yeah, TikTok. Twitter, everything. Yeah. And now I guess we should go watch uh, Game of Thrones because it's about to drop, right? Yeah, we're going to go watch Game of Thrones and we'll see you guys next time. Also, don't forget to donate generously to the Pakistani Flood Relief. As always, you can find all the information in our bios. Cool. Sounds good, man. Thank you so much. Any... Yeah, all right, guys. Uh, Rosie and I are in the comments. We're being stupid now. <laughs> we're talking about Heather Bati Biryani. Also, guys, I don't know if you know this, but if you watch our episode on uh, YouTube, you can actually see the uh, comments in the replay. It's actually really cool. I didn't know you can do that. The comments actually show up. So you can actually see people's comments and the conversations uh, if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're watching yeah. this on Spotify, uh, you cannot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spotify, Apple uh, You know, Heather Bati is like, they really don't like potatoes in the biryani. And so when he said head by the biryani, and I'm like, wait a second, just enough potatoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and his response was blasphemy. So, uh, well, <laughs> listen, maybe, maybe his mother in law can make that meal that Disa was making. She was making some kind of meal that takes a while to Ooh, make. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a Nahari, actually. You stew it for like days. Oh. Was she making Nahari? Is that what it was? <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, they're Patan, bro. <laughs> the dwarves are Patans. <laughs> they live in the caves. The mountains. They live in the mountains. That tracks. There's 100% tracks. <laughs> they live in the mountains. They're angry. They never forget. Like, yo, straight up. They're making Nahari. They're Patan. They're Patan coded. I swear to God. <laughs> There's your TikTok for the week. <laughs> There's my TikTok for the week. All right, guys. We're going to end on that note. And until next time, guys, see you next week. And until then, salam, nerds. Peace.